The Grim Reaper Gamers are a 25 and older video game community with members spanning the globe, playing games across all genres and platforms. Bring your thick skin, drink of choice, and grab your controllers. GRG members are on nightly with official community nights every Wednesday. And now, it's time for the, the ReaperCast. Reaper Hello and welcome to the 141st episode of the ReaperCast. My name is Jack and I'll be your host for this episode. You may also know me as the head grumpkin in charge of the Grim Reaper Gamers, Lala Calamari. And I'm podcasting while watching the Philadelphia Union win another game. <laughs> like as anybody cares about soccer besides me. No one does. No one does. I just watched Dallas get scored on again. That's that always counts? a pleasant sight. Right? I, I like mean, that. Fucking 80-yard pass for a <laughs> touchdown. And with that, we have Mr. COD himself, Minnesota Vike fan, otherwise known as Vikes. Okay. I, I just have one question to ask you. Is your team worse than my Eagles? Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's impossible. Um, you know, you come to – you get used to having a family football team, it seems like after so many years um, and the Vikings don't disappoint almost every year. Right. So been a fan forever and I've been disappointed almost every year. So. <laughs> oh, it's, it's been a rough football year. It's been a rough football year. What you drinking and what you playing? Actually drinking iced tea. And right now I'm playing the call of duty beta. Cold war beta. We'll be talking about that a little later on. Yes, sir. Speaking of fans of bad football teams, uh, we have the most evil person in GRG, Mr. Angry himself, Grex. What you drinking? What you playing? And you really do have the worst football team in the league. Hey, we won one. That's it. <laughs> By one point, but we won one. He's bragging. You beat the football right. team. They don't even have a name. They're terrible. Giants. Oh, my God. Absolutely horrendous. Don't worry. You give them a couple of years, and yeah. if they ever get the running back, you know, healthy, it could be worthwhile. <laughs> another, they, got, uh, they got the quarterback. Another quote-unquote rebuilding year for the past, you know, 10 years, but that's okay. We're not counting. You're not bitter, are you? <laughs> he's, got a, he's got a few Super Bowls under his belt. He can just, you know, shut the fuck up. So what you, what you drinking and what you playing? I am drinking... A lazy magnolia cream stout, pretty good, really sweet. And I'm playing all kinds of random crap, but mostly Call of Duty. Tried the beta out. That seems all of not new and exactly the same as every other Call of Duty. So I'm sure that'll be a five minute conversation. And then uh, yeah, yeah, all two games that you played, I'm sure. Yeah, but that's all I needed. Uh, finally, uh, we have Solus Grim. What you drinking? What you playing? How is the VR porn? And when are you buying the $1,500 headphone? Oh, fuck. I hate you all. First, it's your sports and now it's your funny little gags. I'm drinking some Templeton Rye whiskey with Coke. As you said, playing VR. It's been pretty fucking fun. Been playing some shooters. 
got recommended to try a golf one, some anti-gravity stuff. Been pretty fucking awesome, actually. And then, like, Monster Hunter on the Xbox is about all they've been playing. Not buying some stupid-ass $1,600 headphones, because people who do that are morons, in my opinion. And no VR porn. Sorry. And you're saving that $1,500 for your real doll. Well, <laughs> yeah, sure. Still way better than headphones. All right. And, and once again, my name is Jack Lala Calamari on the site. I am drinking Workhorse Brewing Company Oktoberfest. I don't know how I got it. It fell into my cart when I was shopping at the store. Stuff like that happens. It's okay. Not the best one, but hey, it's cold. It'll do. And I am playing, as usual, Elder Scrolls online and Call of Duty. Miserable as always in that game. <laughs> Such a bitch. <laughs> Let's just get right into it. Up first, we have the standard episode rant, the Lala rant. And I'm going to talk about how build quality isn't what it used to be anymore. Uh, and, and this rant is probably something that every Xbox gamer comes across at one point, some more often than others, and that's the broken, shitty controllers they sell. Seriously, what's up with these controllers? I seem to have to buy one every six months. Buttons break, sticks drift, no sound or something. Something always fails on these things. And before you give me crap about abusing the controller, saying that I rage and throw it, no, not at all. That's one of my pet peeves. I cannot stand when people smash things. I see my nephews smash toys and it would drive me crazy. I didn't spend $60 on this thing to smash it and break it. No. Uh, thankfully, I even taught my kids not to do that. So it's, it never makes any sense to me to, to break something on purpose. Anyway, so I, I use a chat adapter for my controller. It has mic monitoring built in. And it also has a mute button, which I like because I like to yell at the dogs, the kids, or the wife. So I can press the mute button or they yell at me. I'm not going to tell you which way it goes. You have to guess. We all know. It's okay. <laughs> Do the dishes. <laughs> so I guess over time of pushing the mute button too much, it must have put a little too much pressure on the port where it plugs into. And all of a sudden, my controller was putting out ear-shattering static. It was, it was brutal. And it always seemed to happen when something important was going on in the game. Like we're playing Warzone, I'm trying to listen to where the enemy was. And next thing you know, I can't hear anything because I'm getting blasted with static. So I had to go and buy a new one, $60. I'd go the route of an elite controller, but they're even worse. I mean, there's a class action lawsuit over how crappy they are. Oh, that, that's all controllers. It was originally just like the $60 controllers. It's now including both the elites. They just added both the elites for that. It's embarrassing. I mean, for you spend $180, you would expect it to be a built like a tank and as durable as like the old arcade games, you know, we used to play like Mortal Kombat, you know, right? <laughs> I mean, $180, you think you'd be able to handle it. My third party wired controller hasn't failed once. Are you using the Power A one or the? Uh, the PDP miniature. I've had two of them for years and both still work. I've got a collection of wireless ones that basically chat doesn't work well or the sticks go bad within a couple months or connectivity, especially on call of duty. 
for whatever reason, my wireless controllers would disconnect in the middle of a game. And that's annoying as fuck. That happened to me in my first Xbox, and it wound up being a problem with the controller Wi-Fi port on the actual Xbox. And we were talking earlier before we started, we are talking about the Astros, the wireless Astros. So the controller would disconnect and reconnect again, but then the wireless Astros would take time to reconnect. It was just a whole headache. So that's why I got rid of the wireless stuff. I just want some Game Boy level kind of stability no, going. Yeah. Where I can throw that sucker against the wall. That'd be Seriously, fine. Seriously, right? I mean, like, this is crazy. And I know everybody has been buying controllers like crazy. It's even worse right now because there's a lack of electronics in stores. Like, you can't buy, you can't find controllers. They're out of stock. No. It was a struggle to find one, and I got some goofy color I wasn't crazy about, but hell, I got one. And I would probably get the warranty on it, but then I I take mine apart and I put the old Elite Saucer Pad on, uh, so I I avoid the warranties immediately. But The controllers are not built well, at least the Microsoft controllers, but like I said, the third-party stuff, I have the Duke, the big old Xbox controller, and... Had it since day one, no issues at all. It's wired, but you know, I sit close enough to mine that it doesn't matter. I know uh, Intel was talking about the Power A one. I think it's like eighty dollars, yep. and it's kind of like an elite controller, but it's it's wired. My biggest thing is I can't use that because I have two asshole dogs that would run right by the TV and rip it out, and it'd be they're assholes. They would do it on purpose. I mean, dogs are just like their owners, right? <laughs> I'm a nice guy. So anyway, do you think, is this a Sony problem or is this just Microsoft? Or Yeah. Microsoft. So I have my day one Sony controllers. Never had an issue. I honestly think uh, in the last two years, I probably bought like five. That's how yeah. they get you, right? It's just nonstop. Microsoft's big enough where they don't care. So. I'm sure they don't. Solus, have you been going through controllers or... I mean, you rage a lot, so I'm sure you probably... <laughs> okay, first off, I rage, but I, I'm just like you. I know not to break my stuff because I spend money on it. And I don't have all kinds of money, like those who spend $1,600 on their headphones, like you guys. But, yes, hey. actually today, I just did surgery on one of my controllers because I had to take parts from one that didn't work and go put new parts in another one that didn't work anymore. And that's just what I was just like... This, this is nuts. Why do I have to keep fixing these things? I mean, it's just like both my Elite controllers have bumper issues. I don't even have stick drift issues. I don't care about that class action lawsuit. I want the one that gets them on for the bumpers. I'm so tired of every controller I've had now having bumper issues. It is so stupid. Their design is so terrible. So terrible. That was the, the big problem with the Elite One because it had like the bumpers and it had like a little thin piece of plastic tack as a spring. I mean, it was a tiny little thin piece of plastic. And when mine broke, I was like, what the hell? And then I took it apart. I was like, oh my God, this is awful. Awful. Yeah. They're all the same. It's all, they've never changed it. They're all the same garbage. And I, the thing about the, the first elite, I actually fixed it with super glue, which was fine. I re- I bought a replacement off of Amazon. I found a, uh, someone was selling parts. You can buy a part and whatever. Yeah. Problem with my first one is that the grips started falling off. And so it's uncomfortable now. So then I got the second one. I was like, oh, this is going to be so much better. 
And it, I mean, I did like it for a long time. And then the next thing I know, I was like, what? Seriously? This bumper is giving me trouble? So I went and bought another uh, $60 one. And pretty much out of the box, the bumper was giving me trouble. And then I got mad. Okay, I lied. I did throw that one. <laughs> I did. I got I It just made me so mad that it was a brand new one. And this bumper is not working again. And yeah, so I, it's just ridiculous. I've got one that now works just fine because I just took some out of that one that I threw <laughs> and the other one, older one I had, and just kind of pieced them all together. And now it works just fine. It's just stupid. I shouldn't have to do this. I mean, my elite sits on the fucking counter. Never used. Greg, should you have something else? No, man. Mine always drifting. Mine's always with the drift. One of the sticks always ends up going on mine. I don't usually have problems with the bumpers. Well, I think your controller and Xbox suffer enough with how you play, so it's pro- they're probably just committing suicide. True. You know what's even worse than Xbox controllers? Nintendo Switch Joy-Cons. Those things are even worse. And they're more expensive, so it's fucking double shit right there. Terrible. Yeah, my kid had to have a Switch, and I think he plays it like once a month maybe, so... <laughs> yeah. Sounds about right. <laughs> so we haven't had to go, go through too many of those, but yeah. Anyway, so that's enough of that. Microsoft controllers, while they feel great, I wish they'd be a little bit more durable. All right, let's get into the uh, the next thing on the agenda, and that is Short Buses Extra Life fundraising campaign. And once again, I kind of want to remind everybody to check out the forums. We have a post up. Short Bus has a post up. And he is raising money for the Extra Life charity. Extra Life is a charity where gamers work to raise funds for their local children's hospitals. Short Bus was on the last episode, episode 140, explaining it all in the detail, where the money's going. It's going to his local hospital. I think it's uh, Phoenix Children's Hospital. The game day is November 7th. Uh, Please go to the site. Check out his links. Donate him some cash. Blow past, help him blow past his goals. Like, let's get him all the money he can get. This is for a great cause. Yeah, it is. I mean, we've already, he's already been able to blow past several of his goals. So he's doing good. Let's just keep it going. Yeah, keep it going. Keep it going. So, uh, yeah, make sure to check it out. Got the forum post pinned. So you'll see it right when you get there if you haven't seen it before. So, all right. Let's screw the kids. <laughs> screw the kids. Pot stickers. Put them in the microwave. <laughs> All right, let's get into some gaming and geek news. Up first, this is a, an interesting thing. And I guess they've been doing this for a while, but uh, gamers are starting to raise a stink over it. Is 2K21 basketball now features unskippable ads? Uh, so this is a game that's costing you seventy dollars uh, when you when you launch the game. It shows you different ads as it's launching. You can't get past it. You're actually witnessing these ads. Got to view them. Blah, blah, blah. Right now, it's not going over too well with gamers. They're review bombing it on Metacritic. And what's really funny was this was not something that was in the game at launch. So this is something that came. I think the game launched over a month ago. And and now it was introduced. So they, they sold the game. People bought it. They reviewed it all this nice stuff, and then they throw shit like this in. I mean, is this what we should expect from games now? Yes. 
Yep. Amazon started it. We shouldn't expect it, but expect it to happen. Amazon, when they released their Fire Tablet, they basically sold it to you with an ad option. Every time you go to the startup screen, there's an ad based on whatever you you know pick or like in Amazon. They, however, offered it where you can pay extra to get rid of the ad. And it's a nominal fee. I mean, it's not horrendous by any means. But people that are cheap, like Solus, will you know, not pay the 20 bucks and get one that has ad support. And I think that you're going to see that with everything else where, hey, I can get it cheaper, but ads are going to play. I think it's kind of shitty that they didn't throw it into the launch of the game. Now, this is something they've been doing with past titles. So 20 NK or yeah, NK 2K 20 2K 19 also had this wonderful little feature. I, I'm, ass, I'm assuming that this is something that will unfortunately keep occurring. They've been trying to do this for a while. I forget who were the who was the other title. We talked about this. I think uh, one of the previous podcasts about slipping ads in. I thought it was also another 2K title. Yeah, I can't think. I it was like. I, I want to say it was Rainbow Six, but I could be wrong. I don't remember I that. No. Six. No, that's not in there. No, that, I, I forget which one. I know it was something we talked about before, but anyway. Goddamn old people and forgetting shit. Yeah, you know, I, I don't even know what I have for breakfast. I was out yelling at Cloud, so leave me alone. All right, enough of that shit. Who cares? I don't play that game. I think my kid does, but they didn't like the last one, and I forget why. I didn't listen to him. He started telling me, and I tuned him out. <laughs> Selective hearing. It's something you learn after being married for 20-some years. Yes, sir. All righty. <laughs> Up next, Rainbow Six is coming to Microsoft Game Pass. Uh, there was the other day on Twitter, Xbox Game Pass posted a picture of a castle that was under siege with a rainbow above it that repeated the same colors six times. Rainbow Six, Siege. That was on the 17th. Well, fans quickly figured out what that meant. And there was an actual official announcement today that on the 22nd, Rainbow Six Siege will be available for people that have Microsoft Game Pass, of which I am not one. Right, Solis? Right. That's a mistake. (laughs) Game Pass is well worth the money if you'd like to play older titles thank you or you know newer titles (laughs) you get some new titles on there that sometimes it's worth it i i didn't want to spend 60 dollars on gears 5 but since it came with the game pass with the day it was released it was well worth the money well that's the thing is anything published by microsoft is supposed to get day one game pass release yeah isn't halo the new halo going to be on there Mm -hmm. so Yep. You're, yeah. What are yeah. your subscriptions? That much if you full year is less than or close to one game. So if you download two games a year off of that Game Pass, paid for itself easily. If you have kids that play, I mean, they got so many of the older titles, but and a lot of children games on there. Don't get me wrong, but you don't have to go buy them again, or you know. They're usually 15, 20 bucks to download from the store. So you can build quite a library using Game Pass. For some reason, 
equated it to having like a World of Warcraft subscription that I didn't want to encourage. And I don't know why I was against it. You pay for... Okay. I know. Don't don't I'm... try to rationalize with me. Stop it. <laughs> me, okay. I'm done. Say what me you got to say. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but they, they've done that with some of their games, Microsoft, where, you know, you get to try them before you spend any money on it. Any, you know, real money. That's the, the future of gaming, if you ask me. Yeah, obviously. I know that's where Microsoft is pushing it. So is anybody going to be downloading and playing Rainbow Six? Or... Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I I have it downloaded now. Actually. I actually downloaded, since Game Pass goes on PC and Xbox, um, Age of Empires 3, the definitive edition, for free. That game is hours and hours of fun. Yeah, I I tried Rainbow Six, but that wasn't my title. There was, it was a whole in between stages things. We've talked about this before. I I just wasn't into it. La la like gun shoot with Uzi and call himself good. Yes, yes. Hey, I play my Elder Scrolls Online. That's pretty involved. A lot of thought goes into there. Gear up, my guy. That's what I like. Don't judge me. I'm gonna always judge you. So don't worry. Okay, enough about that. We have a new event coming to Call of Duty uh, Modern Warfare. It's the Call of Duty The Haunting event. A couple neat things going on with this. Uh, first up, there's things that pl- players can do. They can earn a emblem or calling card by going to texaschainsaw.com. You watch a video, submit your email address for their newsletter spam. And they will send you a uh, a calling card and an emblem to use in game. So we already know Beers did this because he's a whore for this stupid shit. He like saw the little bells and whistles. After that, they're going to be doing a trick or treat scavenger hunt in Warzone. There's going to be 16 areas that have a special supply box, and you can unlock it, and it'll either be a treat or a fright, or I don't know what that means, but you can earn weapon blueprints charms and other junk like i said this is stuff that only beers wants so he'll be doing all this i'm sure he's already trying to see what the map's going to be like and and go get these things any of you guys interested in those things is that for you guys at all or <laughs> i mean it, it fills so the time a little bit but something just to add the neat thing about you said uh, huh i spaced out sorry you said COD and I spaced uh, out. Yeah, the neat thing about that is like, so the 16 areas will obviously be hot, hot areas to drop in. So it'll give you something to do, like some fighting areas. I'm sure they'll be in the popular areas. Next up, they have two new skins that'll be coming out. The first skin is the Saw Puppet. The, you know, the little puppet from the movie Saw, the creepy little thing. And the other one is Leatherface from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So you can buy those. And I don't understand how they're going to work skins into the next Call of Duty if they're going to be able to transfer over. Because I'm assuming these are going to be $20 a pop. Would you guys even buy them now? Like, I don't understand who's buying these. No. The skins You know cool. there'll be a lot of kids that buy them. You're going to have 50 of the Saw guys running around. It's going to be great. Yeah, the Saw guy's really badass. I saw the, the, the picture for it, and it's pretty cool. I don't know about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It will be. I mean, it will. 
it's just something they can add. It's a, you know, Barbie dress up. Grex is hoping for the, uh, the gimp from Pulp Fiction. That's his wallpaper on his PC. Don't, don't you judge my fetish for love. And ball, <laughs> and ball gauge. Don't you do it. <laughs> leather or latex? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't leather. It was latex. But both. Maybe it's both. Well, it, Grex's gimp outfit is leather. He wants you to wet it so it constricts. Don't judge him. Oh. <laughs> Too far? I'm going Too far? All right. Finally, what we have next for the uh, the haunting event is uh, there's a new limited time game mode, Zombie Royale. The map will be at night, so you're going to be flying into Verdansk at night. And when you die, you don't go to the gulag like you normally do in Warzone. You will become a zombie. And zombies cannot use weapons. They have uh, a few abilities like increased speed and some other stuff. And if a teammate finds two syringes, they can bring you back to life and you'll get your loadout. So this is kind of interesting. It sounds fun to me. It's something new. I give them credit for trying to do new stuff in this game, even though they know the life of it has, what, a month left? Yeah. Well, I always like that with uh, Fortnite. They were always brought in these limited time modes. And, you know, it's, hey, some of them work, some of them didn't. So, you know, why not? It's only for like a couple weeks. Give it a try. I don't know if the zombies are still part of the fire team or if they are just a zombie horde. I don't, I don't know how that's going to work. If your team can bring you back with two syringes, I assume they're still part of the squad. We'll have to get a lot of syringes for Grex. I think I bought them back the other night like five times. Don't, don't start. <laughs> it did. It was like... Yeah. It's like every five minutes. Freaking as soon as they spawn back in, freaking die. Get brought back, die again. <laughs> Just so, so a typical game for you, baby. <laughs> all right so anyway that's that's coming out by the time this podcast is released this will be in effect it comes out tuesday night uh, we release on wednesday all righty up next we had a little beta come out this weekend call of duty cold war treyarch's next installment of the franchise i think it's still going live i'm not sure if it ends tonight or tomorrow i think it ends tomorrow Tuesday. Tomorrow being Tuesday. I believe you're right. I believe it ends tomorrow. Tonight's the last night. Yeah, so by the time this podcast is out, it'll be over. Anyway, we've all had a chance to play this. I think Solus didn't because he hates Call of Duty and he hates fun. Yep. All right, let's talk a a little bit about the game modes. What did you guys think of different game modes? They they released a few. They had the standard MP, the combined arms, and fire team. Have you guys got a chance to play all that? Yeah, for the most part. Um, some of the new modes are, I mean, they're new. Uh, Dirty Bomb was actually kind of fun. Yeah, that's the fire. Is that Dirty Bomb or is that fire? I forget what that was called, but yeah, that's... It's like the fire team thing. What this mode is, is basically it's it's 10 teams of four players. And you're playing on this big giant map. It's, it looks like it's part of the new Verdansk area, the new Warzone map, or the next Warzone map. You drop in like a battle royale game. There's five bombs on the map. Your fire team has to collect uranium, deposit it into the bomb site. When it's filled, you can then detonate it, which takes about like 30 seconds or so to arm. Somehow you earn points. 
I don't understand this game mode. First team to 500 wins. So did you play that at all? Or I played a few rounds of that. Yeah, um, I played a, a couple rounds. I was more doing just kind of a more than normal standard multiplayer deathmatched domination and uh, kill confirmed for the most part. And there's nothing new to those. I mean, they're the same as always. It seemed like uh, the, the only difference is the map design. I actually thought the map design so far is pretty decent. There's the, oh, I cannot remember the mode where you protect the point and the other team attacks it. Was that assault point? or? Yeah. It's a hard point. Kind of, but you only have so many lives, right? You, you just, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the new one they introduced. That actually is, man, that's a lot of fun. And you have to use teamwork to do well in it, if you ask me. Yeah, I think I got into a random lobby with that. So that got, there was no teamwork there. Grex, what do you think about the uh, the game modes? Did you get to play them all or? Not all of them. Uh, we played a good amount from that one night, went through it. There was that one big team battle. I ended up getting that one a lot. It's like what? Combined um, arms. Yeah, combined arms. Um, and, uh, you know, overall, I did like the maps. The boat map was pretty cool. The only thing that that irked me most about that game is that most of the guns are pretty lasers. There's really no recoil. There's no flinching. I don't know if it's a beta thing or anything like that, but as far as aim goes, you really just lock on a character and whoever shot first, you just hold down the trigger because your target's not going to go anywhere. Yeah. I mean, most of the, most of the guns had zero recall, recoil and no flinching whatsoever. So, of course, quick scoping and snipers were king. And most of the maps had uh, large sections of, of straight lines. It definitely definitely favors that kind of gameplay. Yeah, I was surprised with that. So I, I thought I was all badass. I was using the K74. And I'm like, man, this thing's crazy. I put together this build of like something I would, I would run, you know, because the, the last day or so they unlocked all the attachments and all the guns so you got to play with everything so i was messing around i made a class i'm like okay this is what i would do if i had everything unlocked i'm like this thing's perfect i cannot miss a shot it's a perfect laser well then i tried the lmg i'm like well, this thing's a laser and then i tried another gun I'm like this is I'm like every gun is <laughs> a laser that you build I'm like this something's not right here <laughs> like there's no recoil the, the bloom of your reticule doesn't grow Something's off there. I expect that to yeah, change. It doesn't matter. So now the only thing that puts out the most damage is the gun that you use. The one game mode I really liked was that combined arms, which was the it's twelve versus twelve, and they had a couple different game modes in there, like domination, uh, assault. I forget what else they had, but they had a couple different ones. One game mode that I really liked was it's it's a uh, kind of like. A day of defeat, like this old game I used to play that came out with Counter-Strike and all that. And there's five points on the map. And you start off, your team has two, their team has two, and these points are in a straight line. So you rush to get the middle. And if you get the middle, the next point you have to capture is in enemy enemy territory. And if you capture that, you got to capture their final one, which is by their spawn. And if you capture all the things, you win. 
Um, I like that game mode. That was fun. That was a fun game mode back in day of defeat, and I enjoyed it with this. I did like the combined arms. It's just, it's much better than ground war than in modern warfare. Ground war, modern warfare is like the retarded brother, cousin of Battlefield. And it was just always a clusterfuck to me. It was just a, a madhouse. And I didn't like it. There's too many people, and you couldn't even move around without getting shot. Where this was, you had decent sized map, 12 versus 12. It was still manageable. It was fun. I enjoyed it. And there's, plus there's vehicles in it. The uh, boat map has boats you can get on, like jet skis or boats with machine guns on it. Um, the snow map, Crossroads. Crossroads has tanks on it. So you can get on a tank or a snowmobile. So you can get around the map real fast on a snowmobile, or you can get on a tank and you have like a machine gun or, or a tank cannon. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, speaking of maps, any particular favorites, Vikes? I like Miami, to be honest. I think that's one of uh, my favorites. Moscow's not bad, but Miami, you got different paths going everywhere. Um, I played a lot of the domination on there, and uh, it was pretty balanced. Uh, the spawns were a little goofy, um, but I kind of expected, I guess. In a beta, I, I think there's a lot of things they need to fix, but it's better than some betas in the past, if that makes sense. Graphically, you know, it glitched a little bit. Um, and then, you know, lobbies, uh, of course, in a beta just never seem to work out too well. But the map-wise, the, the rotation they had, you know, people got their favorites. And if you can do a lobby, it seems like you play the same map a lot. Yeah, unless you you uh, forced it, we would have to force the the vote. The design of the maps, I mean, there wasn't any that I hated, which is unusual in a Call of Duty game. Greg, do you have any particular favorite maps, or? Um, I did like the boat one. I thought that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Um, I like the detail and the stuff like that around there. And then Miami was. I agree with Mike. Miami was a good map. That's a good uh, close quarters map. Yeah, Miami, that, that's the in Moscow or, or the uh, the smaller 6v6. I like the the cartel and Moscow. Moscow was pretty good. Cartel as well. So, I mean, I think the maps are pretty good. I think all around, they're pretty decent. I think the the Armada was the boat one Grex is talking about. And that's for the 12 versus 12. And that kind of needs a little bit of tweaking. There was some... Yes, the spawns can get can get rough due to the um the sniping and and you have to you have to use the lines the zip lines all right so graphically what do you guys think of the game graphically it seems to be call of duty i didn't see anything that was i don't know i guess nothing too drastic as long as it plays smoothly i you know that's all i care about and the whole thing hopefully you'll be able to get rid of cross play when you play like a Warzone type, because that is tough playing against PC players. I, I don't care what anyone says. Um, not that they have an advantage. Uh, it just seems like it's a little quicker react time for them. And on PlayStation, being able to play with just PlayStation people makes a big difference in, I think, the fun of the game. But who knows what they'll do. Um, the cross-play, I think, is something they're going to do on a lot more games. I think Call of Duty showed that it can be done. But, you know, these people that have these PCs that are double what really an Xbox is, 
uh, it's a little difficult to compete. Yeah, I mean, you you get the people flicking around their their mouse and like can do like one eighties with the the thing and just shooting like crazy. It's like oh. then there's the whole issue with the hacking that goes on the cheaters. Uh, I would like to take that out of the equation. I don't know. They, I think if they want crossplay to work, they really have to stop the cheaters. Don't worry. They've they've really cracked down on those cheaters just as the lifespan of Warzone and this Call of Duty is ending. So they're going to have to do it all over again. Those cheats transferred right over to the new one. So the beta, there was cheaters. Good. Yeah. Watching videos of this guy, he runs into a room and the the, the controller is just moving or the, the crosshair is just moving on top of people like instantly. Kill, kill, kill. And it was just no way... You could even register that in your head how fast it was moving, but I think graphically, like, because I, I I have the X Xbox One X, I think we got low res graphics with this, but I think that was just a beta. I don't think they they included the higher res graphics in because it's probably just to keep the download size a little bit smaller. So yeah, it would have been like freaking two hundred gig if we wanted to get the higher res. Are you fucking kidding me again? That's what's going to be, sure. No, it's a good thing I ain't buying it. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. I will not play with GRG. I'll wait for Halo. I'll play Halo Five Nights. I'll play Halo fucking Ten Nights. I'm just done with COD. It's so fucking stupid. All right, so <laughs> Souls is out. Uh, overall thoughts in the game, Grex. What do you pros cons buy it or not? I am holding off. For now, I will probably end up getting it because most of uh, a good portion of GRG will probably be getting it, and I'll probably buy it on release day. But I'm not, I'm not pre-ordering anything. That's for sure. Vikes, pros, cons, buy it or not? Anything overall thoughts? It's a Call of Duty, um, so I'm going to buy. It. There's, unfortunately, that's just how I am. I found enough interest in the beta to say I'll probably end up enjoying it. We only got to see, you know, a little part of it, right? I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, zombies, Warzone, whatever they come up with. Um, but so far, you know, the beta had me at least intrigued to want to play more. I think if graphically, like you guys said, that this was not a full release by any means, and it'd probably be a lot better looking and smoother. If not... That would be the you know the real disappointing thing is if that's how the graphics going to look, uh, I'll maybe look for a different game to play. Yeah, I'm not I'm not worried about graphics. I'm pretty sure that they're on a, a lower scale just to keep it smooth. Says the guy that loves his Nintendo Switch. <laughs> and uh, but I'm I'm hoping they fix the weapons and and put some stuff in there. Otherwise, you're going to have one class and that's all anybody's going to ever play. So. Sure. Kind of like how it is now. <laughs> <laughs> you go to Warzone, you're using okay. the meta weapons, or you're, you're dead. It's going to be the growl all over again. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, like I said, I enjoyed the combined arms at 12v12. That was a fun game mode. So that was like one of my pros. Con-wise, you know, I don't know if it's anything game-related or just me being burnt out by Call of Duty, so... It was all right. Multiplayer, I'm just not interested in anymore. I'll, I'll play those game modes strictly to level up guns so I can go to Warzone. And that's really why I'm buying it, is strictly for Warzone uh, and, and to play with um, 
GRG. I mean, if I just play Warzone alone and the time I take to play multiplayer to level up my guns, I'll get my money's worth. So I'm not too worried about it. I mean, we've been getting Call of Duty since I think I've been getting it since Call of Duty three, four, Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare One, all of them. So I I have to buy it. It's just is what it is. Anyway, so it's you know if if you like Call of Duty, you'll like this one. It's it's basically all it is. It's it's nothing new. It's nothing new. It's same shit. New title name. Did they say how they're going to do like you know in Modern Warfare where they had seasons? Is that the same thing in this one or the uh, battle pass? I'm sure it will. Because actually, that's one thing I do enjoy. I hate to admit it, but I hope that they make it a little harder. Oh, yeah. Because you can get through the battle pass pretty quick or or do more. Um, More special events would be nice. Uh, Because, you know, like other shooters or games, Destiny's a big one, Fortnite. They'll have, I want to say, more than one and a quarter of a special event of some type. Um, bringing a, a game type back or special missions or something to that extent. Um, it'd be cool to see if they, they implement that where it's a little more frequent than uh, it seems like it's every three months and it's one battle pass. Um, maybe I'm wrong. The other thing is the maps. This last Call of Duty, it just revamp old maps. You might get a new one once in a while. Go back to the old days where you get, you know, the map pack where you get four or five new multiplayer maps and have people pay for it. I think you would still get people buying it. They can't do that because they run into the problem where maybe you and I would buy all the map packs, but then like uh, Grex buys two and then uh, Solus buys one and then like uh, somebody else buys none. And then getting games going on that, like if I remember, I forget which type, which one it was. It was like two or three Call of Duties ago, where if you didn't buy all the map packs, you couldn't get into games. If you had partial amount, you just you literally could not get into games because it couldn't find anybody for you. It was really weird. The idea of them releasing maps for free or included with the battle pass makes more sense. The issue with Call of Duty Modern Warfare was they always like to throw in like the ground or the gunfight maps, which is the two versus two little shithole rooms with a few boxes. And they counted as a map. And that it was a shame because multiplayer didn't get the amount of maps it needed. Warzone didn't see any map chat changes throughout the year or any significant. I mean, they're adding some stuff now. They opened up Stadium. They opened up the, uh, the subways. But I think they need to be more fluid with changes to the Warzone map. And I think they needed to be more, they needed to, to definitely release more maps for multiplayer, standard multiplayer. That's their bread and butter. 6v6, that's their big game mode. And the fact that we'd get like maybe one new map and then a reskinned old map made no sense. But Got old quick. Yeah. And then they're barely ever in the rotation. That kills me. Okay, so I think we uh, we covered enough there. So if uh, if you're into Call of Duty, like Call of Duty, you'll enjoy this one. Up next, uh, we have the Oculus VR review, and one of us actually spent it, spent the money to buy one. He 
he's not only going to buy himself $1,500 headsets, he's, he's got the Oculus Virtual Reality Goggles, Solus. Okay, tell us all about the Oculus Quest 2. I hate you. There's <laughs> <laughs> not anything about it. No, but God, I hate you. Uh, I mean, what more can I say from what I said last time? I mean, it's an upgrade to just about every single Oculus product that was already out. And it's in some ways on par with the Valve Index and the Reverb G2. Obviously, the, the Reverb G2 has better resolution, but the refresh rates can be the same at 90 hertz. And then on your Index, the Quest 2 has better resolution but the valve index can get up to 144 hertz refresh rate which some say is that's one of the better things in resolution because it helps with motion sickness and people can play longer without being affected stuff like that two hours of gameplay with without an external battery uh you can hook it up to the pc with the link and play pc games i mean it's overall a way better product than the first one was even though i didn't have the first one from every research i've done over the past several weeks it's substantially better it's a great upgrade except for the fact that you have to have facebook okay so like i I figure this is going to be something where uh a lot of kids get or you know how how is the design like is it kind of like a sturdy unit is going to be able to take a little bit of abuse i mean you're putting this thing on your head i don't know if it would fly off or anything so with the strap it comes with i haven't i didn't even use the strap it came with i bought a bundle package that came with an elite strap that really hugs your head and holds on real good doesn't move at all. It's really comfortable. I mean, it's a little front heavy, so obviously that gets a little annoying, but that's after like an hour and a half of playing. But for the most part, it's really comfortable. From what I heard, though, like the fabric strap that came with it is, eh, it works, but if you ever get a chance to invest in an Elite strap, definitely do it. It can be a bit uh, movie with intensive games where you're constantly flipping side to side quickly and stuff like that. How easy is it to set up? Okay. So theoretically, it's really freaking easy. You literally just turn it on and either plug it into the PC, sign into the Oculus app on the PC, sign up for your Facebook, link everything together, and pretty much one, two, you're done. And then you just kind of set up your room scaling and your boundary and everything. Super easy. And I mean, you can do it on your phone. Also easy. What about adding it to like a a PC game? Uh, okay. So that's one thing I'll get to in just a second. Okay. The one problem that it's not easy is because apparently, and I experienced this and somehow bypassed it and I'll kind of go into how I think I did it, but people are signing up new accounts and logging in and linking their Oculus accounts. And then they're getting banned, insta banned. And then that puts them at a $300 brick. Huh? Yeah. I, I'm not sure what's causing it. And it actually happened to me. And I was on my phone trying to link it. And it's like my phone, my Facebook. And I just signed up for a new Facebook because I didn't have one. So I signed it up. And of course, I didn't add anybody because fuck everyone. And it's like, I'm going to oh, add you I- to my Facebook friends. <laughs> it's like account's been banned. I was like, how the fuck did my account get banned? I haven't done anything. I just literally signed it up. So I went on to my PC and did it through the Oculus and on Facebook on the PC. And it worked. So I don't know what happened and what I did, but I was able to bypass the ban, which I didn't do anything wrong. So I should have never been banned. Just like everyone else that's being banned, 
shouldn't have been banned. I mean, all they're doing is just a glitch in the system there. They got going. Yeah. And it's, it's all because they're requiring people to use their stupid ass Facebook account is even why even anyone's even having this problem. If everyone just had to have their Oculus account that normally anyone would have just like an Xbox live account or whatever, just so you can put your credit card information so you can buy games, whatever. They never required the Facebook account. No one would have been banned. It's so stupid. Okay. How realistic is the sex? Um, of course, you put this in. Um, I didn't put that in. It was just a question. Oh, yeah. I it was under your name. I assume yeah. this was the oh, question well, you wanted me to ask. No, it is beers that put it in. Point is, I don't know because I haven't tested yet. I'll let okay, you know so when I test it. How realistic does the optional fleshlight feel? And how hard is it to clean afterwards? So that's not. Uh, you haven't even hooked no. that up yet. Okay. I already spent 30 so, bucks. How the hell am I going to spend another however much it costs for one of those damn things? They like <laughs> themselves too. How does the actual games look in it? Like, how does it, when you're in there playing their games, have you played like, well, we can talk about the different games you play, but how does like the, the graphics look? Inside I mean, there? they're nothing exceptional. Definitely. I mean, you're playing a headset with a phone processor in it. It's a really good processor, but I mean, you're definitely going to get games that seem kind of, hmm, I mean, you're going to see the poly textures on them for sure. Uh, but it plays good. Uh, the tracking seems to be really good for the controllers. They've got experimental hand tracking, and I don't know if I'm doing something wrong or my hands are just too awesome, but it just doesn't track my hands very well at all. So that's the uh, what kind of controllers they have? Like, the, it's like something you just strap on. I haven't seen this at all. So. Uh, I mean, they're just if anyone's ever seen like either the Rift S or the old Quest controllers, which are actually the same, I believe. They're pretty much the same, slightly bigger and they're white and they have their ir sensors are differently arranged and work differently but for the most part it's mostly the same so what games would you uh, recommend anything free paid um anything you, you tied into with your pc well i haven't been able to play i played squadrons on the pc with the vr but that doesn't use the vr controllers you have to use a gamepad or mouse and keyboard and so i use a gamepad but that was actually really cool being able to look around inside the TIE Fighter or X-Wing cockpit while I'm playing, being able to see where those guys are while I'm turning. That was pretty awesome. I got another PC game I haven't been able to play yet. I've loaded it up to look, and I mean, it looks exactly like it does on the PC. So I was pretty impressed with that. As for like standalone games, I've got Onward, which is like a military shooter. That's pretty well done, in in my opinion. Again, I'm new to VR, so... But it's also got like a four and a half star rating with a lot of shit ton of downloads. So it's a pretty good game. Uh, just downloaded a golf game that a uh, new member Scratch told me to check out. It, it's actually pretty cool. Uh, physics seem realistic on it for real life golf, which means I'm going to be terrible. Uh, free VR games. The only one I have is called Echo VR and it's zero G. Problem with zero G is like when I first started, it's a bit disorientating. Not going to lie. I got used to it, uh, but some people, if they get motion sickness, I don't think they're going to be able to play that one per se. See, this is something you talked about with Star Wars Squadrons, and then I always said this, is if you had a Forza and had the VR headset, that would be so awesome. Mm, yeah. Because if you had a, if you had like a, like a race wheel, like Gunny has the Fanatec system, That'd be pretty badass. You're like, you're driving, you have your wheel in front of you, and then if you could just look around and you can 
see like when you're trying to pass somebody you can actually real time see what you're looking at instead of like the controller spinning and it's always a pain in the ass i yeah this is actually i'm i'm almost tempted to buy elite dangerous again on the pc just <laughs> so i can use the quest with it because i i got elite dangerous on the xbox i love it but now that i got the quest i might just buy it for the pc just so i could go do space combat on oh boy and do it in vr because that's just so awesome talk to grumpy he's the one that plays that Eesh. Grumpy doesn't play games anymore don't give me this shit <laughs> either does soulless <laughs> games with you guys because all you guys do is play cod and i gave up cod i got a life and gave it up that thing so is uh oculus quest any good pros cons you like it thumbs up thumbs down yeah i mean i love it uh one other thing the the link cable that i got with it i want to i want to tell anyone that might listen to this and is having problems the oculus link cable that you put to your computer you will turn off your quest put the link cable into the quest and then turn it back on i don't know what it is but if you try to plug it in while it's on it does not work so you have to turn off the quest plug it in turn it back on problem fixed just your aware. But other than that, yeah, I've, I mean, I've really enjoyed it. I, I love it. I'm so happy I got it. All right. Final question for you. What's the price and is it readily available or is it all sold out? Like, are you like screwed? So the prices, I mean, obviously range if you get a bundle or not, but base model, $299 for 64 gig, four nine no, $399 for 256 gig. And then you get bundles and it goes all the way up to like 600 bucks if you, with certain bu- bundles. Uh, problem is I don't actually know if it's readily available or not. I've heard several different things. I got mine pre-ordered, so I got it on the day after release day, which not that big of a deal. A little annoyed, but not that big of a deal. I've heard it's scarce, but then I've looked on Reddit and people are saying, no, that's just clickbait. There's plenty everywhere. So honestly, it's just one of those look around on Amazon, Walmart, GameStop, Best Buy. Look to see if they have it because I really couldn't tell you. Alrighty, there you have it. So, thumbs up. You you, you recommend this? Oh, I absolutely recommend. Mm-hmm. There you have it. All right. Uh, I guess we'll, we'll go into our last segment real quick. I just wanted to touch base on a couple of TV shows. We've been doing this a lot since everybody's trapped inside, stuck in with COVID. We can't do anything. Blah blah blah. Life sucks. No one cares. So uh, I had a few TV shows. I don't know if you guys had any TV shows you wanted to throw out there or, or movies. But um, so Fear the Walking Dead recently just restarted. And boy, man, I'm a bit hesitant to say this. This may be wrong after the season continues, but I think Fear the Walking Dead has successfully rebooted itself. The first couple episodes were pretty good. Even for like The Walking Dead, I mean, it was they were pretty solid. I'm surprised. And I, I know if if maybe if you've bailed on this show, this show did suffer the last few seasons. It was a little brutal. Much better now. They've changed pretty much everything about it. So far, the new storyline's pretty good. Hopefully, it continues. So if you're if you're looking for a new show to watch, or if you're looking to return back to Fear the Walking Dead, check it out. Not bad. Going back to some more Walking Dead, they released a new show, Walk, The Walking Dead World Beyond. And I, I know people are, are done with Walking Dead shows. I'm a sucker, so I'll always check them out. Uh, and if you thought 
Fear the Walking Dead was bad before this reboot. If you thought The Walking Dead was bad, <laughs> you see nothing yet. Stay away from this. World Beyond is 100% terrible. It is god-awful. Definitely the worst Walking Dead show out there. And it, it may be one of the worst shows out there. It was, it's really that bad. The cast is bad. The acting is bad. The story is bad. The adventure they're on is bad. It's bad. It's bad. Really, what is World Beyond? It's Beverly Hills 90210, The Walking Dead Edition. It's really what this is about. It's kids. You know what is not a bad Walking Dead thing? What? One thing I forgot to mention. The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners game that I played on Oculus Quest as well. That oh. is fucking awesome. It's so good. It's an RPG fucking Walking Dead. Probably a thousand oh. times better than this, this show. Oh, yeah. So another thing, that is one game. If you get a quest, buy that. That is an absolute recommend. Yeah, so anyway, so this is a Beverly Hills 90210, The Walking Dead edition. Takes place 10 years after the incident. The zombies come back to life. Uh, And it features four diverse kids, because we got to be socially justice aware and all that horse shit. Um, They they leave the safety of their community to travel 1,000 plus miles to go find their dad. What really kills me, it's not even the bad acting and all that. It's the fact that these kids grew up in the zombie apocalypse and have no fucking clue how to survive. They don't know a goddamn thing. It's just like my kids. It's like any teenager. Uh, but you know, you figure in this world, they would know how to fight a zombie. They would have some weapons prepared to attack a zombie. They would know what to do. No, no. I mean, they, they, they know how to fight a zombie. They've never fought one. They never killed one, and they they really suck at doing stuff. That I don't know. It's just a complete mess of a show. I just wanted to bring this up. It sucks. It's awful. And the only reason I'm stuck watching this now because I'm such a freaking Walking Dead nerd is it deals with this CRM community, and this is the community that has taken Rick Grimes from the original show. The other shows, Fear the Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead, are all heading towards this community so this is the final arc for everything so now i feel like i have to watch this fucking show because every episode they show maybe five minutes of that lore so to learn about that place i gotta watch this show and i feel like punching myself in the face while i'm watching this it's so awful the whole show sucks the five minutes they show the crm shit is good so they just need to kill that whole series that is so done and over with it's coming there. It's it's eventually getting there. They're they're coming to the point of where the comics wrapped up. So we're in the final stages. I mean, how long can you string this out? As long as there's cash. <laughs> and my last show that just started up again was Star Trek Discovery season three. Real fast, I'm gonna cover this one. This is the worst Star Trek show ever made, and I hated the Picard show. So this is even worse than Picard. I watched season one and two. I can't watch three. It is awful. They rely on space magic to resolve problems. It is a terrible show. But season three is out. So if you're into this season or into Star Trek Discovery, check it out. I heard it's good, but I'm steering clear. Anybody else got any shows, movies, suggestions? Megan's um, Dogma, the anime on Netflix. Pretty good. Oh, shit. Yeah, that was actually pretty good. Which one was that? 
It's called Dragon's Dogma. It's based off of, let's see, there was a video game, but I also think there was a comic or book or something about it. But uh, it Netflix got another Netflix original. It's called Dragon's Dogma, and it's pretty good. Is this a uh, a two-hour movie, or is this a, no, like a season? It's like an eight-episode season. Okay. Half-hour shows, hour shows? Half hour shows. 40, yeah, hour, 45-hour shows. Okay. I'll have to check it out. Seven shows, one for each deadly sin. There you go. That's There you go. I'm a big anime fan. You know, I watch uh, Attack on Titan. Although I'm a little behind on that. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's a good one. You Attack on Titan. I didn't think you. I never took you for anime person at all. No, uh, not. But I watched that one. Oh, okay. I was about to. That's my introduction to to anime. So, well, that that's a good one. So, I have to watch the season. F- I think I need to watch season four. I don't know if I saw season three or not. Yeah. Well, I got to catch up on all the seasons because I've only seen one. <laughs> yeah, I got to wait till they you can get the dub versions because I'm not reading it. <laughs> No, yeah, for sure. I get you on that one. Is this dubbed or is this... Um, no, it's... it's Yeah, it's English. The Dogma, it's whatever English. you're watching? Yeah, it's English. Okay. So don't... Huh. Well, I, I actually... The, I, I lie, because the, uh, the one anime show I watched, or the pseudo-anime show I watched, was with, with my kids when they were growing up, and that was The Last Avatar. Yeah, well, that's good. That's a good one, too, so... That's phenomenal. That is actually... Really good cartoon. Mm-hmm. Have you seen The Legend of Korra? It's kind of like the... I haven't watched anything since. So we used to, I used to watch the other one with my kids when they were yet little, and, and that was excellent. The Legend of Korra is really good, too. I'll have to check it out. All right, well, that is going to do it for this episode of The ReaperCast. I want to thank everybody for being on the show. Thank you, Vikes, for stepping up, filling in, discussing Call of Duty. Thank you, Grex. Thank you, Solus. I'd like to remind everybody to stop by our forums at forums.grimreapergamers.com to see everything we're up to, to check out all the events that we're running, as well as follow us on Twitter at grgamers.com, spell out the D-O-T. And with that, we are out of here. Stay safe and get your game on. See ya. Later.